Welcome to Sisters of the Apocalypse. This podcast is hosted by sisters, surviving in this crazy world and just trying to keep a sense of humor along the way. Listen to three witty women who grew up in the same house, share their ideas, inspirations, and experiences. The Sisters of the Apocalypse will share the ups, downs, and everything in between when it comes to life as a millennial woman in today's world. Relatable and enjoyable until the very end. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hello. Today, we are going to be talking about hosting. So hosting a really great party, any party tips, maybe tricks uh, that you have uh, to be a great host or a great guest. Love that. Great. Does anyone have a story or a, a tall tale to begin? I think that one of those things that I remember fondly from when we were growing up, our mother always was like, just have people come over to our house. Whenever we had friends or we wanted to spend time with people, she would always just be like, just bring them over. She mm-hmm. never, I don't think she ever said no to us having yeah. friends over. And that I think was one of the, one of the reasons I love to host um, and she always would just say, just feed people or just make sure people have food, always feed people. And that has really been a very important part of all the parties that we host. You always have food. You always mm-hmm. have too much food, probably. Mm-hmm. And um, now it's almost like a joke, a running joke at our house because we tend to order or prepare too much food when we host. But I don't know. I just feel like it's just one of those, it's just the way that you show love by feeding people and making sure that they, you know, they feel welcome that way. I think that's so nice. And I agree wholeheartedly as a snack queen at heart, food is very important to me. And so if there's not food at an event or party, I'm really not interested. And I'm really thinking about where's the next place I need to go in order to get food. And I think about this a lot when we have guests or hosting guests for like the weekend and such. And so for me living in Florida, I love it because it is a vacation destination. And so it's very easy to convince my friends and family to visit. And it's not so much for me at this point, a dinner party, it's come for the weekend, come for the week. And so it's like people staying at the house, which I love. I love having Mm -hmm. people around. And I am always very concerned with like, what do you want to eat? What do you like in the morning? What kind of coffee do you like? Do you need tea? Because I want people to feel very comfortable and at home. And I think accessible food or food that people can snack on or have, or the fact that there's enough at a party. Yes. Um, I went to a grad party just this last year and it was wild because of the lack of food. And I was there as like an adult, not as one of the graduating seniors, but kids like to eat, like kids like to eat. Like, and this was a a young man's high school graduation. And so I'm like, okay, like these are 17 year old, bunch of 17 year old kids, 17 year old boys. And I'm like, they ran out of food in the first like two hours. And I was like, this is some poor planning. And then like you feel uncomfortable as a guest because I was like, okay, I need to like ration how much I take because not everybody here is eaten. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be in that situation for sure. 
I will not name any names, but I am guilty of attending a dinner party and getting McDonald's on the way home because I was so hungry. Are you serious? Yeah. It was just like, I guess they just kind of had a different like definition for what the evening was. Like Mm. they had food, but it was kind of more of like a, like a veggie charcuterie board. Light. Mm. And it was light there. And that was, and that was great. But I had also like pounded four glasses of wine and Mm. was like, I need a big man. Like I can't drive. So an interesting thing about food at parties and food is going to be the center of your party at mm. most points. And so if you set your food out in the kitchen, that is where people are going to migrate or hang out or snack on finger foods. If you want people in your living room, put the food there. And so I thought this was a really interesting thing where you can place your party hmm. based on where the food is oh, or where the drinks are. I, okay. Hot tag. What if it's that way for a significant amount of time? But I think at this stage in my life, when I think about the parties I've been to, people congregate where the drinks are, mm-hmm. wherever the cooler is, wherever the mixers are, mm-hmm. wherever the ice is. I feel like that's where there's a lot of foot traffic. Yeah, it's true. I mean, maybe if you, because I guess if you separate them, <laughs> one's on one side of the house. One's on the other side of the house and you just, everyone has to- Well, you're going to have different spots. Well, that's when we think about hosting our summer parties, it mm-hmm. makes it tough because the natural spot for congregation is outside, but it's really mm-hmm. too hot to have food or drinks out there for any length of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've tried to think about like having just chips or pretzels out, out and about because- I can't, otherwise your food's just going to wilt. It's not going to last in any sort of heat. So Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately that's just kind of the reality of it, but you're so right. Like it is your people (laughs) congregate around the food. So this kind of like is, I would say like, if I had to like summarize hosting into two things, it'd be food. Like we just talked about. And the other one is making people feel comfortable and Mm. they're very closely tied together, but I was thinking about it. And I think that that's why I like signs and being like overly communicative with (laughs) where things are yes uh, you know where drinks are like where the bathroom is like I put a little list of together like what to expect things like what kind of food to expect or is it a dinner is it apps either are drinks included are kids invited yes what to bring and I also will tend to say stuff like oh I'm sure you already know this but here's the bathroom because I don't want to assume anyone like actually remembers the footprint of my house. Um, (laughs) No, that's a great point, Christine. So I had that on my list of things to mention, communicating quote unquote rules or like party etiquette. And for you, I think this is so spot on because, you know, our dogs allowed or no, thanks. We don't need the four legged friends today. Are kids allowed or no, is this an adults only party? Is there a dress code or very popularly when it comes to us a a theme theme. we love a theme and so it's like letting people know that and also the signs we freaking love signs like I was thinking about just like a trash can versus a recycling can like Mm -hmm. it's such a small detail but it's going to give the host the outcome they want and it's going to make a guest feel a little more comfortable knowing where things are Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely 
I think it really helps too if you are having a big gathering to have like a few key people, like in my example, like it would probably be you girls and a couple of my key friends who know how to answer all those questions too. So even if I'm not around, if you see someone looking around with an empty plate, you can be like, oh, the trash is right there. Okay. Um, A funny example of us being key people at your house because we were there recently for a holiday pool party. And now Jenny and I know how to service the downstairs freezer in case it starts leaking. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, it's on the fritz. Christine's going to be so upset it's broken. And she's like, no, no, you just have to do this, this, and this. And now we know how to fix it so we can fix it. Yep. Actually, yeah. We don't even have to bother the hostess. We'll just. You guys are so. Get our little toolkit. David, um, for for those listening, our downstairs freezer was leaked. was like water was coming out of the the bottom part of it and they were like oh my gosh for some reason it's just it collects ice at the bottom of it and eventually that ice melts and gets all over the floor and um <laughs> some i'm sure there's something leaking somewhere but it's <laughs> my temporary fix is to just chip out the ice and chuck it in the yard but david was so <laughs> impressed that the three of us solved that on our own he's like you guys chipped out all that ice like, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah bro we got Sweet. it Okay, so um, we just mentioned that we love themes. Do you have a favorite theme party that you've like hosted or attended? Ooh. God, there's so many good ones. I've okay, I've really enjoyed the TikToks of the rhyming ones. Like I think it's called like unlikely pairs. I do okay. not know this. No, oh, no. What is it? Now we have to think of one. No. Like, it's not theme, peanut butter and like jelly. Like, famous couple? No, like, it has to rhyme, but they have nothing to do with each other. Like, oh, no. Um, no. And PJs. And so it's like two people, and one is dressed as a DJ, and one is wearing their PJs. Okay, okay. Or, um, okay, so I was wrong. I just quick Googled it. It's not called, I thought it was called an unlikely pairing. It's called rhyme without reason. Oh, cute. So some of the top ones, Mermaid and First Aid. So odd. Mr. Worldwide, Corpse Bride. Oh, God. Bikini, Linguini. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, They have, oh, Hannah Montana, Princess Diana. Ooh, good one. Or um, Icky Banana. What? Yes, you know what? Sure. Hannah Montana, Montana, and then you can just do banana. (laughs) Yeah, but Um, it sounds better with Christine. Walk of Shame, Hall of Fame, Traffic Cone, Post Malone. Okay, I like that. That's a good one. And so this is meant, it's not meant to be one costume. It's meant to be two people. It's two people. In each in one of those costumes. And then you try, you just like guess each other's. Well, that's the problem because now I love it. I am a single person and I. I'm not gonna I can't host a party that's only about couples yeah. or pairs uh but we could do like a random match generator and assign everyone and then you have to find your yes. match at the party. perfect let's so give them you, homework for the party <laughs> you are assigned really to be Hannah Montana what if I'm just the corpse bride no Jenny lady. listen just leave but you have to go to the party and find your match. You oh, have to you find the don't. counterpart. So if you show up as Hannah Montana, you know someone else is ma- is rhyming with Hannah Montana. And then you have to walk oh. up until you find someone dressed as a banana. I find, I find the banana and I'm like, oh my God. 
And then, yeah, you guys win or something. I don't know. I feel like there'd be a lot of confusion. I will. I mean, it's very in depth and it's right up our alley. But we need to be. We would be the only people participating or having a good time with this. It's fun, and I could see people doing it for Halloween. You might be right. One that I can think of, like a TikTok trend for a party, is like a bachelorette party or or a birthday party or whatever. And it's like the groom's name is John, so like dress is your favorite John. And then we've got like somebody who comes is like John Smith, like the pioneer. <laughs> somebody John, who comes is John Snow, John from Snow, Game of Thrones. Okay, John Travolta. John Travolta. Right. Okay, John Smith. No, it's just a very of. random one. That's where you're. That is a really went. weird random one. Like a Anyways. historical figure, John <laughs> Adams from the. One of the founders of our country. Sorry for being so distinguished. Gosh. I love it. When we were up, I was in Traverse City last weekend or recently, and uh, there were so many bachelorette parties Mm -hmm. above and beyond the number. And so by the point that we had seen like 15 bachelorette parties, the ones that were just like all in black and the brides in white were like, that's too boring. Like we need more than that. So that we saw some really cool ones. There was a couple that were like 70s retro themed. Mm-hmm. There was a couple yeah. that were all, everyone was in pink and the bride was in white, which I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely saw like the, the typical like printed t-shirts and things like that. But my favorite by far, a group of, let's say probably like 10 women, all in colored wigs, like pretty nice looking colored wigs, but obviously fake. And then monochromatic outfits that match the wigs. So there was like, like someone all in gray, all in green, oh. all in blue, all in red. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I want to do that. We have Those are all things I some love. buy-in. I love that. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. I think about themes either happening at your party, Christine, like your summer party or bachelorette parties. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I had, I mean, bachelorette party themes that I've been to, nautical theme, love mm-hmm. that. Um, pretty in pink, where the girls are in pink and the brides in white. One of my friends had a romper themed birthday, or not birthday, bachelorette party, which was amazing because we love rompers. Yes, absolutely. Last comment about theme parties, couples. I think it is so funny when I see couples who dress as each other or like oh, the party yeah. where there's like, it's a couple's party and like the guy dresses like the girl and the girl dresses like the guy. Hilarious to me. I just think that's the funniest thing. It's a cute. Yeah. I think honestly, I think when it comes down to it, we really appreciate when someone gets into a theme. Yeah. I love the effort. I love the creativity. Yep. You know, we we jokingly were like, oh, let's have like cowgirls at a tiki bar when we had a pool day. Bring your cowboy hat. Play that Jimmy Buffett. Like, yes. that was like, lean into it. She's Larger in Paradise. I don't like that song, oh. but that's okay. <laughs> I also don't like the one about fins. Because fins? We've leaned on all the Jimmy Buffett songs now. Wait a minute, Christine. She sings it all the time. Okay, Volcano is also a good one. I'll play it for you later. All right. Back to hosting tips. Back to hosting. So one of the things we touched on when we were doing like our preparation for this call was hosting kids at your home when you're a non-kid family. Mm-hmm. And so I just had this um, over this past weekend because my nieces were over while we were doing a project and I had to think a little bit about like, okay, do I have like a, what I would call like a kid safe 
food and drink and some sort of activity. And so oh. that definitely, it makes a difference, you know, when you're planning your menu mm-hmm. for your day. Um, what is a kid safe activity? Well, I think of it like for me is like I bought coloring books and okay. I have like a black piece of like cardboard that I had them put down on the table. So they would like color and not get it all over my table. Oh, you know what I mean? I was thinking so, like counting <laughs> Well, there's a, these kids are slightly older. They can, they can count already. But um, the other thing I love to do is to ask kids to help me with the different setup things because they take it so seriously. They're very solid about it. And mm-hmm. I remember doing that like when I was a kid and like our aunts would be hosting and they'd ask me to go like set the table or Mm-hmm. go get the napkins from the mm-hmm. you know and it's it was a big deal, deal. and so oh, yeah. I whenever I can I'm asking them to like split up these chips and set up this and but I also have no gauge of like what is that a realistic ask for them I don't know but they they just do their best go vacuum go alphabetize <laughs> the books on the bookshelf you go chip the ice out of the freezer <laughs> No, come on, you goof. I remember as a kid, mom always gave me the job. And I don't know if this is a normal, I'm going to, okay, normal in air quotes, family thing to serve. But every party we had, we had a little bowl and it had a little divider and half of the bowl had pickles and the other half of the bowl had olives. And I I was always in charge of putting those things out because no one else would eat them but me. That's cute. I remember that dish in the crystal thing. In the crystal dish, and that's where I would consume pickles and pickles. Bougie, it was. (laughs) It is so fancy. I still can't believe it. Weird appetizer. It's a little different. That's another thing is like when I have people over, is like I forget that people use condiments like crazy. Like I never have things Mm -hmm. like ketchup and mustard. And David's like, we gotta have ketchup and mustard and relish. And I'm like, oh. I'm the same way, Christine. Yes. I don't I, use condiments same. either. Okay, that's no. just the family thing then. We just, just really, I mean, thing. I, yeah, like I use it, I was thinking like spices and I was like, no, like I use that when I'm cooking, but mm-hmm. like if I'm going to go eat something like a hot dog, I don't need to put anything on it. Mom made us low maintenance. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> I think the other thing I think about when hosting and this is not for like week long guests. This is more for <laughs> setting is playlist. Oh, and, you, yeah. and we love a good Spotify playlist. And so I think you can either go the manual route of curating your own. Mm-hmm. We have done this in the past where we have invited some close friends to all kind of collaborate and put a playlist together for a party, which is fun because then everybody has stuff on there that they like or there are a million and a half playlists out on Spotify that are already already made. And so it's just like select one that meets your vibe, set it, forget it. And I think that is a nice, just small detail to the party, the vibe, you know, mm-hmm. ambiance, music, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I'm just going to be the queen of sidebars today. But I, so I recently did a camping trip and I recently came back. And the playlist that I listened to the entire time, are you ready? It's called We're Going Cryptid Hunting in the Mountains with Nothing But a Coleman Tent. How did you even find that? It was referred to me on TikTok. How strange. And I don't know if you know, but a cryptid is like a mythical creature, like Bigfoot. Oh. Or a Yeti, or Bigfoot. Was it a good playlist? It was not like very acoustic, very like 
outdoorsy, very folk. So that was my, but that was my playlist for the whole weekend. And I just got such a kick out of it because I mean, I would have put like a smiley face as my playlist name, Hmm. but no, here's a paragraph. I like it. I mean, it's very descriptive. It really is. It really got me into the, like the mode. Very specific. I know what I'm doing here. I love that. Dean, what other hosting tips do you have? And then we'll jump to being a good guest. Hmm. Well, this is a little bit, this might be a little over the top, but (laughs) as we are, generally are over the top. Um, I was thinking about like, okay, not just like the setup of a good party, like the, you know, expectations and food and drink, but it's also about like making people feel comfortable by welcoming them, you know, remembering their names and take use your skills go back into your memory and remember how to bump from sorority recruitment where you wow you have to like it's like a skill where you like when you let's say you're you know a new guest arrives at a party hello john and mary it's so nice to see you thank you for making it blah 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 oh john i know you love deep sea fishing let me introduce you to Bob over here who also likes to fish completely different kind of fishing but maybe you guys have something in common and then you go I Mm -hmm. need to go take care of something else and then you go on your way so you have to have like a couple key pieces of information about the people that are at your party and then you kind of like connect them in little groups and then let them go (laughs) yeah that's a beautiful summary of what it is what it means to bump to sorority bump someone which means you're you're passing the guest to someone else. To but a like with host. a with like a warm connection, like with something yeah. like in common, or yeah. like introduce like a funny story that they may both appreciate. Yeah, oh. and you're yeah, you're making it really easy. You're saying these are their, you know, here are their names. They all get they get along with me. You like me. We also all love fishing. Why don't you tell them about your recent trip to Cabo? And then you all get to talk about it. It is a really good skill. Weirdly, one that I do also use. Yeah. I would say that that is one of the things that I think is fun. But also the other one I would just comment on the partying. It was like um, we had a little driveway gathering and I was trying to be like very low key. And I was like, oh, let's just set up a pop-up tent and some chairs. And I should have trusted David (laughs) because by the end of it, we ended up having, you know, we ended up setting multiple chairs, a table, tablecloth, food, drinks, cooler. (laughs) We should have just done wow. it in the first place. But I was like, oh, no, we don't need all of that. But we did. Maybe that's just how parties evolve. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, the life cycle of a party. Oh, uh, yes. What do you keep in mind when you're trying to be a good guest? At a party? In mm-hmm. someone's home? Well, if we're if we're talking about staying in someone's home... Um, I feel like I'm the queen of coming to visit my sister. <laughs> so they are, they do a great job at at being really welcoming and making it really comfortable to stay in their homes with them. It really kind of feels like you get to join them on their day and not, you don't feel like you're in the way. But um, like as a guest, I always try to make it seem like I wasn't there <laughs> by like cleaning up after myself or, you know, I'll put you know, they give me a towel to shower. Great. Well, I'll put it in with the dirty laundry and all the other towels when it's time to go. Like Mm -hmm. just really kind of trying to, to, what is it? Leave no trace. It's like, she was never there. It's like, like she was like, yeah, it was like I left in the middle of the night. 
Leave only footprints. Leave only oh my gosh. footprints. Because your, your house is, no, I was going to say your house is dusty. There's footprints. <laughs> what if she like put flour on her feet? And, like, just wandered around. Yeah. Like we have a ghost. We have a baking ghost. <laughs> one Other thing, things- one piece of advice I read, I don't know when, but it always made me really laugh. Don't be the drunkest or second drunkest person at a party. But then like beyond that, you're fine. <laughs> Just don't, yep. be, don't be the one of the top two. Yeah, that's a great way to say it, I think. Um, Christine, I think you had good advice earlier when you said, like, don't come empty handed, mm-hmm. even if it's just like a six pack of beer or chips and dip that mm-hmm. you like contribute to the gathering. I think that's always welcomed. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice that's a nice like a nice thing to think about. Um, and then my my other advice is don't use don't don't touch anything electronic without talking to your host. Don't touch their laundry machine. Don't touch. Don't touch the vacuum. You want to be helpful. That your example. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, okay. Specifically, I think of that because a friend of mine, her, like, okay, a friend of a friend, whatever, they're doing laundry and they're they're the guest. They used the bleach instead of the laundry detergent. Ruined all their clothes. One of those situations. So that's what I think of is that they were like, oh, I'll just do my laundry. I'll stay out of the way, and it can go horribly wrong. So that's why I'm like, just ask, just, you know, they know you're staying here. You're not totally invisible. Just, (laughs) just gently say, Hey, it's me. Need a little help. That's so funny. Cause I was not thinking like staying for the week. I was thinking like you're at a house party and (laughs) like Gina's in my laundry room, touching my laundry machine. No, no, I'm moving in. No, I'm sorry. I meant like, I was thinking like as a house guest, like, (laughs) Yes. Let's, you know what? Yes. No, no. Hang both on. good rules. Because both apply. Because Ooh, actually, yeah. When right. I think about attending Christine's home for the day, for Thanksgiving, breaking her hand mixer, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a poor life choice on my part. Was it voluntary? No. Intentional? Also no. Could I have helped it? Maybe. Because <laughs> we, you, it was the hand mixer and then it was the potato masher. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was one a, destructive day. It was a series of unfortunate events. Making a dessert that we didn't eat. It was awful. That was, it was a pretty bad. That's, a, that's yeah. for another time. Are you girls ready yeah. for a book club yeah. to wrap up the episode? All right. What has everyone been reading? Well, I am reading this book called The Personal Assistant. And it is all about technology and Instagram and kind of like the how your reputation can be ruined by social media and they don't actually care if it's true or not you know it's like your your social reputation can be wrecked that way and I'm like 60% of the way through it's got me pretty hooked I don't know what the twist is going to be but it's it's a good mystery so far and I like that kind of subject matter because it's just real enough to really like hit home um Mm -hmm. but we're also make you think Instagram famous enough to actually have to worry about it so that's nice fair true Awesome. So I am reading a book. Well, I actually just finished a book called The Dinner List by Rebecca Searle. And in this book, the main character, Sabrina, goes to her 30th birthday dinner and she had selected five guests for this dinner. And this is like that hypothetical. Who would you have dinner with, living or dead, if it could be anyone? You know, who would be on your ultimate dinner list and the conversations that ensue? I like that. That sounds really interesting. I'm going to add that to my list. 
Um, I'm actually doing a reread right now um, of one of my favorite books, which is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, it's a book that I love and was very inspirational when I was traveling. And it's something that I, I bought my own copy so that I could pick it back up if I'm feeling like a creative drought or like I just need like a little extra boost. Um, so it's all about creativity imagination being kind of like following your creative spirit and seeing where that can lead you um oh, so it's a cool. it's a favorite of mine that's a great book it's a great book highly i recommend. have not read it yet i have well you can borrow my copy oh i'd love that we all i think multiple of us here read the midnight library yes and no. you i think us. i heard about it so much from you uh, i didn't <laughs> actually read it though my bad it had an interesting theme about what could have happened to your life if you made different choices. The Midnight Library was really interesting. I don't know if it was my favorite, but I liked the idea of it. And we just watched a movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. It was great. Highly recommend it. Total brain teaser. And it had a lot of common themes with The Midnight Library. So if you haven't seen it, Definitely go watch it. I, it was great. And then if you haven't read The Midnight Library, that might be a good one to pick up too. Love that. Thanks, Teen. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sisters of the Apocalypse. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. And don't forget, live like there's no tomorrow. Thanks for listening.